0: Good afternoon,
1: everybody. Welcome to the World World. You see the new banner behind us.
2: And I got a special guest for you today. I'm here with my co-host, Brother Pastor Sandra Camo. Yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. Respect, respect. And we got this legend here.
1: Introduce yourself, Daniel. My name is
2: Daniel Edmond.
1: Special guest, Daniel Edmond. And we thank you all for joining us today on the What's up 15, 15. On The 15th episode of The Real Word. Shout out to everybody who's been watching. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting. As you see, the show keeps growing and we keep increasing. We keep trying to make things better and better and better and better. And as we just progress in the episodes, we're just gonna keep trying to do new things. Anything you wanna
2: add, Brother Sanders? Say again? Anything you wanna add? Oh, I basically wanna just say I'm very grateful and thankful for Ricard for doing a phenomenal job and stuff like that the sacrifice that he has made without him, this would not be possible. And I want to thank him for being a great co-host. And like I said, we're looking for a gorgeous woman host. So any sisters out here, come through.
3: That's brilliant, that's brilliant. Yes. Yeah, so
2: guys,
1: I'm, as you know, we usually have a different guest every weekend and we have a special guest. Today we have a very, very special guest. This guy right here, he's very modest, very humble, but this is the president of the Franco Haitian Youth Federation. Yes, sir. As a young man, he took on a big, a big 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 position and he's done a great job so far I know you guys seen the productivity and the progress and all oh, shout out to everybody that's been to the events throughout the year we thank you for the love and support we thank you for everyone that came out to all the things that we did rally day camp victory lake um, open mic the vesper nights and everything else so
2: shout out to you guys before we begin right I just wanted to ask you a quick question man how do you feel being here tonight my man
3: I feel excited, um, Okay. I know Sandra has been um, asking me to come on the show and, and um, I, I think this is the perfect opportunity to come and speak about certain things that we do as a federation and other things that these two young gentlemen wants to speak about.
2: Definitely, definitely. So I just wanted to ask, um, how, how did you win the election in regards to becoming president of the federation? How did that happen? How did you name come in the ballot and why? Good question.
3: That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, So, it was probably last year, two years ago. um, I was asked to be the social coordinator. Okay. But I rejected the offer. Why is that? Um, I believed, I thought that I can't fulfill the spot.
2: Okay, I respect that.
3: So, um, as time went on, um, the former president, Nadia, um, thank God for her, um, she hit me up, you know, to ask me would I, you know, accept that nomination to be a translation Federation however I said yes knowing I didn't know that this would happen today okay so you know I just put my name in the ballot and the people voted okay um, this is for president this is for president okay um, the people voted
2: okay here we are today okay so why do you think that the people voted for you what was about you that they voted and stuff like that
3: my, well, I think they voted for me because I'm close in Franco-Haitian. Okay. Um, I'm Hebron. Go Hebron.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
3: you <laughs> shout, know, out, shout, shout out, shout out. Shout out to Hebron. Shout out to Hebron. Um, I was in Hebron. I know mostly everybody, most everybody in the churches, okay. From the state and stuff like that. And I'm close. I'm really not into other federations like that. Okay. But I was really into Franco-Haitian. So um, maybe because they seen the leader in me. Okay. Oh, um, man. I the popularity that I have in the preparation okay. what I can bring to the table. Okay. I believe that's why they chose
2: me to be there. But I've noticed that you do a lot of background work.
3: Yeah. Um, I let my staff members do everything.
2: Okay, um, okay.
3: I just, usually I delegate, I just usually say this is how it's going to happen. And you know, I have leaders on my team. I, I thank God for John Kwaku. Shout I just, out. And shout out to John Kwaku, Jessica Sinatis, they watching this. But um I let them lead. They're leaders. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, in churches they can be A-Y leads, but they don't have, you know, sometimes the freedom to do what they want. Okay. So I give my staff members the ability to do whatever they really feel like doing. And if if, if it feels like if it's like the young adults wanted to do it over my head, Okay. I have no restrictions on what my staff members do. As long as we keep it in accordance of God and we know what we're doing, that's all that matters. As long as we put God in everything
2: that we do,
3: go ahead. Because we are serving the people and sur- not surprisingly, but apparently
2: everybody likes what we do. You know? No, so far so good. I'm very proud of you. Yes. And I feel like you should get a lot of credit for what you're doing and stuff like that. Thank you. But I you give to my staff.
3: I Okay, that's what's up. I give it to them. I give it to my staff.
2: I think we'll next. Yes, go ahead, baby. So what do you think was one of the hardest
1: challenges when you first took over the reigns of the Franco-Haitian Youth Federation, like, what was the hardest obstacle you had to overcome? Like, I know when you first was collecting the staff and putting things together, you personally met with several people, and you told them about your your vision, and you told them how it was going to be different from it was before, and certain things you were going to change. Like, what was your initial plan?
3: Well, to answer the first question, the hardest part is to get all Haitian churches together. Because we're so geographically Like, we're in upstate. We're in, like, Queens, Long Island, Brooklyn. um, uh, Connecticut. Yeah, but, you know, they're in Connecticut. But Boston has their own chapter now. But that's the hardest part, to get everybody to come in one place, except for Rally Day. Um, It's hard to get, like, all the AY leaders together to, you know, talk about what we're going to do. My vision was I wanted to be how it was back in the day.
2: And how was it back in the day?
3: Back in the day, well, I grew up. I stayed in, like, in ministry to Pathfinders. Um, Pathfinders was really what had me in church. Um, everything else was... Just, or, or? Yeah, it wasn't really, but Pathfinders, because all your friends, is there, friends are there, then you do the books, and then, you know, you go to camp. It was, it was actually fun. That's why I get stayed the in church.
1: fancy outfits, the Yeah, the
3: uniforms <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what kept me in church. So when I used to go to these events, um, I was under when... I looked up to Sabine. She was the she was the president before Nadia. That's right. And then Nadia came into play for nine years. I looked at everything that she did. So what I did was that I took Nadia's some of Nadia's calendars, and I noticed there was a pattern that she did that whatever work she put she kept into place. So what I did with my staff and I spoke to Jonathan and Jessica. They've been on staff for like. For how many years? Like okay. Six, seven years, or more than that. Mm. They know what worked before I came into place. I was never a YW leader. I was never a Pathfinder director. I was never a leader in church. I was mostly a counselor. And then when I become FH president, it was kind of like a load. Like right? you know, everybody
2: wants you to do.
3: I expect a lot from the federation.
2: Uh, what do you think they expect exactly? Consistency. I okay. Think that's what. And, and that's, that's fair.
3: That's consistency. Um, new ideas. We keep doing the same thing we do over and over, and it kind of gets boring. Um, and so that's what we did as a staff. When I sat down with my staff, they wanted to implement new things. That's why we implemented um, the tag, um, shout out to Marlo, the So he's working hard. Shout out to Marlo. Um, shout out to Marlo. Um, and then we had the open mic night. We had a basketball tournament.
1: That was beautiful. Shout out to Sunny.
3: Shout out to Sunny. Shout out to all my staff members. And we did, you know, things that people wanted. So I went around in different churches and listened to them. And I wanted to know what they wanted to see, and then we implemented everything that they wanted.
2: Okay, listen
3: So that was the vision.
2: That's what's up. Continue. hmm That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I wanted to ask this. Um, this is what I want to ask you, my brother. Um, since you. Been president of the federation. What have you seen worked? What have you seen that hasn't worked?
3: Um, <laughs> um what works is um. That's a tough question. Um, what I think works is that um, the unity meetings that we do. Okay. That works, um, Cause that kills like a hundred a hundred stones because we have so many churches in Brooklyn. Yeah, if i bring them all together to do one service that kills how many birds
2: okay
3: um with one stone um that worked i think bringing everybody together to do different things wow um you know like next year we're going to do bigger stuff we're going to collaborate with different federations and stuff like that okay but the unity day the basketball tournament i think that really worked because it brought back everybody from old school like back in the day that loved yeah, the backs, true, true. you know play basketball there's a lot of old school cats that came to play ball. Yeah. Um, That worked. I think what my staff did, I think, in all for the year, everything worked. Wow. Yeah, I think everything worked. We just have to, you know, there's some things that we need tweaking and Some things is like, you know, more organization, to be honest, you know, sometimes. It may be, it, it may look good to the public, of course, but internally, it's working
2: but so far, what I've seen, I've seen that you guys have been doing a very good job. And I see that also what has amazed me is the focal point that you guys have been focused on community service, which is beautiful and stuff like that.
3: Yes, we try to do community service in every part of our federation. Okay. Um, we started, we started. We wanted to start it internally for this year because, you know, the federation has been lacking for, for a couple of years now. Has been what? It has been lacking. Lacking, okay. Lacking
2: for the, for the and, and why do you feel it has been lacking? Um...
1: From the previous administration. Okay. You
3: know, maybe you know, you ran out
1: of ideas. You know, you can't. I'ma keep it hundred with you. Sorry to cut you off. I told you it's not me, bro. But I, told I remember. You it's I, me. Me. I remember when my church, like when we <laughs> fell off at a certain time, and then we was trying to come back. I remember someone hit me up like, oh, you can't have yeah, yeah, youth day the same day as the federation event. I'm like, like what federation event are you talking about? Like oh, it's rally day. I'm like, says who? Like, I didn't even know what rally they was, to be honest with you. Facts. Like, i seen one flyer maybe on Facebook that Carla put up on the um, SDA events page, and that was it. Like, I didn't really think it was nothing important because they wasn't really doing nothing for us, and they never came to our church, and they wasn't, like, looking out for us. So it was to the point where, like, who are you guys? Like, all right, like, you have a title, but you're not doing anything. It's different versus now how you guys are more interactive, you come to churches, the people that's part of the Federation now we actually know and they actually come to churches and they speak to people, like they interact with people so you get to know them even better. But before you care less like
3: But to, to, to to go on that, to go on that. When did you come here while leader love
1: to see? Two years ago. Two years
3: ago. The thing that you know that happened is that and which I am pushing for. Okay. Is that I don't stay into office more than four years. Because...
2: So so you want to just do this term and up this term? I'll
3: just do this term because you need a new mind. A new... You need a new
2: fresh mind.
3: You don't need me to do six or seven years. You understand what
2: I'm saying? Why is that? Especially if if, if it's successful. The thing is that Sabine did a long time. She ripped it. Mm -hmm. The guy before that was there, um, I think it was Hervey... He was there for six, seven years. He ripped it.
3: We have to understand; it's two different de- generations. Okay. You, they're catering to. We didn't have cell phones back mm. then. Of course not. We didn't have all these technologies and everything that distracts us from church. You know. You understand? What I'm saying? Yeah. I have to compete with that. You understand? What I'm saying? That's why I take everything to social media. Okay. This is why your show is on social media. Of course. So they didn't have to really compete to that. Okay. You know it was usually word of mouth. If I tell Sander, look, victory late next week. Okay. I tell him, he tells him, we get a car and we go up there. You understand know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's harder now. You understand know what I'm saying? A lot of kids don't want to see in churches. And I could be guilty of it, too. When you go to church, you, you see people like this. You understand know what I'm saying? It's really hard to cater, like now, as like Nadia had nine years. Nine years is a long time. What Nine the same? years? Nine years is a long time.
1: Wow. That's it's more like a, like a dictatorship him. Yeah, you know
3: i But it's not like a dictator. I think she was physically worn out. You understand what I'm saying? So you can't really blame her for the lack of, you know, things that were happening in the Federation. Sometimes it takes a toll on a person. Being president is not easy. If, you know, people have to understand that. Yeah. Being president of a Federation is not easy. It, 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 it's a full-time job wow full-time job you understand what I'm saying like I have a question? no, no. Uh, it's a full-time job it's just you know you have to you have to think to yourself it's like you have to separate your personal life and federation okay you know what and what I do to balance very
2: well I think I feel like you do a very good job yeah I
3: think I do a very, a very good job and this is federation time this is personal you know, I have my jobs to do, you know what I'm saying? So, federation, I take some time out to do things that, you know, I see things on Facebook. That's how I usually implement things for the federation. Okay. I
2: think, like, what do you see on Facebook?
3: Like, we're gonna have a prayer fast night. Okay. Um, December second. Okay. Um, I think. What, what, what church? That'd be at SDA. Okay. Um, I think that would work. I see churches live Facebook have done you've come to the come to that um, to that event. I think that will work so I implemented it the Federation. Facts. So I'm just, just taking all the great leaders that I, that's in this conference, that's in other conferences as well. I'm just taking their ideas and putting it into Federation. And just turn it into housing and make it consistent.
2: Well let, let us go I wanna give a shout out to a couple of people who's watching. Um, those who are watching we don't see but I know that they're definitely in your phone uh um card. I want to give a shout out to Errol, Rebecca he folk mm-hmm. and my man Jeff all the way from Queens and stuff like that. Man, I man. wanted to ask you, what you feel about other federations? Do you feel like they're doing their thing too right now? Or um, you feel like they, 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 um, they, they, they drive? I think most of the
3: federations are doing what they can do because, you know... Okay. I mean, do you have you heard any
2: events that's been going on with them?
3: You know, Long Island just had their rally. They, okay, that's what's the up. Um, they, have, they have AY events as well in the afternoons. So okay. They have social Queens. You know they do their thing. You know their rally is pretty big. They do like
2: young adult
3: stuff. Of course. You know who, who's the president now? Um, I'm not too sure. Okay. Of Queens? Yeah. Now, I'm not too sure. I'm okay. Not too sure. Um, I think
2: I think it's a young man now, or I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, has, facts. That's up to Queens. I Queens, facts. Um, but um, um, yo, David just say, "What's up? What's up? What's up, David? You know, you know, David. Um, uh, Ella, you got a you got a fan." I got Naya. You got yeah. a fan. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Play. Naomi was good Naomi. Alright. Um What was the question again? No, i going say uh, about other federations, like you know, oh, was, you said, Queens is doing their thing. Yeah, Queens is doing. about BSI is doing their thing, shout out to um, well, what, was last, it, said, what was the last thing um what was the last thing that BSI did? BSI I think the last thing they
3: did was a compassion okay. event. Back
2: to school I think they did. Okay. Um so the uh, BSI, how's the Bronx doing? Oh BSI is like the Bronx too, right? No, BSI is Brooklyn. But sure. just Brooklyn's not Stan Island. It's, uh, it's Brooklyn splitting. Okay, so one covers Stan Island too. Yeah. Okay. And then um there's Bronx Manhattan. They're
3: you know, they're getting um they're getting back into it. Okay. Um, they've been out of it for a while.
1: So look, what's the hardest obstacle by being president? I know funds is a big problem, right? Because the funds is always running out fast, you think?
2: Uh, are you guys first of all, are you are you are you, are you guys getting support at number one? Yeah, Are you guys getting, are people donating money as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, alright. Okay. Always,
3: you know, um, shout out to Pastor McKenzie, he always, he's always looking out for us. Anything that we need, he's, he's there for us and stuff like that. Um, the hardest part of being president, that's the question, right? Yeah. hardest part of being president is having all the AY leaders at one place
2: at the same time. Yeah, because a lot of people don't show up sometimes. Most It happened a lot this year. But but, but what's so amazing? I've noticed that you guys, the leaders of the federation, you guys go out and support the various churches that need help. Am I right? That's correct. I noticed that you guys do that. Yeah, we
3: we do that.
2: Because you guys have been at my
1: church a few times, a Mm -hmm. lot.
3: Yeah, and it's which is um, beautiful. And I can't really say, you know, AY leaders don't come to my meetings because they have their things. Do they have kids? They have everything. Of course. But I can't hold them to a grudge and say, look, listen, you don't come to my meetings, I'm not coming to your church, I can't do that.
1: Yeah, because you're a leader, you gotta yeah. lead by example. So regardless
3: if they come to the meetings or not, they will see what we're doing. So they will come, They will. I will come to their church. Regardless, if they don't come to my meeting, AYDs will call me and say, oh, what's going on? What we do as a federation, what Jessica, Johnson, and I implement is that we will have our We will have churches. I know sometimes it's tough to find a preacher. Yeah. For, sometimes it's hard to find a uh, a musician or a priest see, or a preacher. You
2: know. Well, like I said, if, if you need preachers, you know, you know, Ricardo's here. I, I'm here. here Gasmi here. We, we know it. preachers. I hate that. For I hate days. That. I hate that. Yeah.
3: But you know, we help them find them.
2: Of course, of course, that's beautiful. You and there's a lot of preachers too. A lot of young guys coming up. A lot of young girls coming up. But are official as well you yeah. know what i'm saying
3: so that's what we do and as a chap to to answer your question is to get all the ay leaders together that was my struggle this year and i think you know i hope that it doesn't happen next year as new leaders come in this nomination the new leaders come in i know some of them some of them are fresh they don't know you know i'm always here to help them you know transition into the ay because it's not easy dealing with board and dealing with all of this it's down below, but we're trying to take the pressure off some of
2: these AWOLDs, so that's what it is. I, I, I want to ask you this right if, if you would give yourself a grade, what grade would you rate yourself and why? A grade, a grade as a, as a president, a grade as a president, and as a person, I give you an A. You give me an A as a, as a person. Um, I give myself a B plus, why a B plus, and because I haven't reached the potential yet, I haven't maximized
3: what I can
2: do yet, in what sense?
3: There's a lot of things that I have for next year. This gonna be mind blowing. You understand know what I'm saying? Me and Natalie, shout out to Natalie to New England, we're gonna implement a youth retreat for Franco Haitian. Okay. However, it, it's very it's up to Franco Haitian itself to sponsor and help out with this youth retreat.
2: Okay. And 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 why do you think um? Why well, think the, the youth retreat needs to happen? Yo, my homegirl gave you a B plus too.
1: I think I would... Go ahead, bro. I think I would give Daniel an A. Only because for a young man that had to basically... I feel personally, I can say I feel... Go ahead, bro. Phil had to rebuild the federation from the ground up. He did a good job. He did a great job. I gave him an A. Like, one thing I respect about you is even when you asked me to join your team... You came to me personally and we spoke about the situation. I was like, All right, I'll, give, I'll give it a chance. Because yeah. when I first spoke to you, I told you I didn't even know what that was. And I was like, I don't even know how I got elected. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like alright. I'm like, maybe they see that we're doing something right over there. Maybe they
2: feel like now I, they I'm not doing something right over they there. They see so something see. right.
1: So, like, from, I feel like you, you took it from zero to 80. Facts. And, like, I was saying 3.5 seconds.
2: I agree. Like, you did your thing. Thank you. I agree. I mean, you're a
1: great leader. You're you innovative. Your you're not clicky. So. And a small thing you did is you took the best people from each church. I agree. Put into a group. Yep. Remember I said we're the Power Rangers? <laughs> we're fast. <laughs> who, who, who's the Red Ranger? Uh, we church. Nah. we just chose... nah, he's the Red Ranger. I'm the Blue yeah. Ranger. Oh, right? that's not bad. <laughs> we're still trying to figure that out. A word?
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. what's up.
3: But, yeah, that's.
2: An agreement to record. I feel like what you guys have accomplished so far has been good. I just want to just encourage you guys to keep doing what you guys are doing and take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know, get involved with community service. So you got, you know, the right people in your team. Get involved in the community as well. To you know, you, you, there's a time and place for concerts, there's a time and place for revivals, there's a time and place for different things. But the more we reach out to people in the community, I'm telling you, it's gonna definitely be a bang as it has prior before.
3: Yeah, we're gonna work on having more community service project.
2: I see. Um, I see because guys have one well coming up. This laundry mat joint. Yeah. Um,
3: SUNY Albany. John DiCocco is going to preach at SUNY Albany. So we took the
2: initiative, you know, we have a- Shout, shout out, out to Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan is innovative, bro. He preaches um, and teaches. we go, yeah. going, he's going to minister to a group in SUNY Albany. So we
3: took the, um, t- the opportunity to give them laundry. Liturgy.
2: That's beautiful. So, you
3: know,
2: That's ministry.
1: <laughs> love yeah. Let me ask you a question. You know, oftentimes, especially within our culture, when I say our culture, the Haitian culture and the black culture, they judge you because you're young. Even though in the Bible it says that God used a lot of young people in order to do his work. Do you feel that some people prejudged you because of your
2: age? Um, I don't know what, pe- what
3: people say about
2: me. Has anybody said anything to you face to face? In your face? No. Well, wow, they said, oh, this guy is young. Too young?
3: Okay, yeah, we can say that. We oh, can say
2: the Patrick. Patrick is watching too. Okay. um, the, the commons would
3: say that. Yeah. Okay. I haven't had a young person. Well, I have a couple, but it wasn't like, you're young. But it was like in a joke, like, you're, you're young, right, you got that. You understand know what I'm saying? But the Grummoons some have questioned if I can do this job. I questioned myself. When they question, like, what? Like, like, he's young. Is he capable to do this? Because and I understand. I actually question myself after I get the message. Every, every staff member got the message. You've been elected FHYM president and stuff like yeah. that. I actually questioned myself after getting that text like what am I gonna do? You understand? I, I can honestly say that I actually question myself. But then I thought about it, I'm saying with the staff I uh-huh, have, anything is possible and then with the health of Christ, and um,
2: Okay. If
3: you really look at it, if you really look at my staff, really dissect my
2: staff. It, they're solid people.
3: Solid people. Okay. And people that have been doing it for a long time, which, yes. which I recruited for that purpose only, because I don't know what was going on before. So I learned a lot from Jessica. I learned a lot from John. I learned a lot from Gavin. You know, these people that have been there, done that mm. like, look listen we used to do this back in the day
2: but from from those two men what have you learned from them from gasman and and, and and um and um John because they're too solid man I want to give a shout out to these guys what uh, have you learned know, from them yeah
3: um Jonathan is very laid back he really I never seen him upset
2: now but he's a beast though
3: he, he taught me how to be patient how to you know stay keep a level eye um Gassmer, spiritual mentor, that's my that's that's my boy. Um, Gasmir told me, sometimes I can get really upset, to be honest. I can get really upset. I haven't seen it, though. You haven't seen it yet. Thank God for Gasmir. He's in my time. <laughs> but he has taught me to, see, you know, look, you're the leader. If they see you upset, what does that show all of us? Facts. So, you hey, know, and you, was,
2: hey, hey, We had that conversation before. You yeah, taught we me had, that. Yep. We had that conversation.
3: Facts. Yeah, so sometimes it's like, i will be upset if he asked me to pull me into a room. Boom. That's like I'm pulled into like a room. And he would tell me, look, listen, let's pray about it. And let's, you know. Mm. Um, that happened many times where I feel as if I like things a certain way. It's not done a certain way I get
2: upset. And, and what is a certain way exactly? It
3: has to happen right.
2: I agree. I agree 100%. I don't, I
3: don't like this thing, this notion Haitians are always late.
2: I feel you. I agree. I, I agree. So I get like really it was late. In. today for the show? That's <laughs> all so good. I mean, the no, only no, no, reason no, no, why we're late for the show, like I said, first and foremost, my man sacrificed a lot to get the banner for us and stuff like that. <laughs> Make sure everything is right. Everything is tight and stuff like that. But in regards to being late because you want to be tardy, you know what I'm saying? You're, not, you're complacent. You're not, you're not, you're not grinding. You have a reason. I understand. I understand, bro. Trust that's me, bro.
1: Shout out to the designer, though, for
2: the band. Yeah, man. Shout out to the designer. Yup. So nice. Shirts coming out soon, baby.
3: Shirts. Oh, they got shirts now.
2: Yeah, sir. Yeah, but we, 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 what would you think? Is, we we about to get night. our buddy S-backs. <laughs> <night. laughs> um, I, I, I have to ask you this, man. Um, oh, go ahead, Ricardo. Because I, I be, want right. to keep asking a question. That's what I wanted to ask. So you, 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 saw, you heard about the news that's been in New York City. You know, it was a news to hang people. Black folk in the West Four, mm-hmm. um, one in that style, now one in Crown Heights. Oh, there's one
3: in
1: Crown
2: Heights? There, there, there was one in Crown Heights, they found one in Crown Heights. The, you know? Somebody would put it to the police officer.
1: There used to be one hanging off um, the Fort Greene Park, because I used to live by Fort Greene Park, and there used to be one hanging there all the time. And my, and my wife used to tell me about it, and I said, like, Wow, so I don't, nobody take it down. She's like, I don't know, it's probably dangerous, but. That neighborhood's predominantly white, and I stay out of that park. I didn't even feel comfortable sitting on my own steps. Mm -hmm. Ironically, I grew up in black neighborhoods. I grew up in Bushwick. I came to America at the age of two. I grew up in Bushwick, and I lived in Bushwick from two to the age of ten. During the crack era, I grew up in Bushwick. I felt safe, like I never was scared of nothing. Then I moved to Canarsie. I lived from Canarsie from the age of ten up until the age of 26, 27, up until I got married and I was cool. We used to hang out, play basketball. We had beef every now and then, but we handled it the way we did. So that was just life. Mm-hmm. But then I moved to this white neighborhood in Clinton Hill. And I couldn't even sit on my own porch. <laughs> like, it was, mm-hmm. I couldn't even walk down the block. Like, I would be coming from the gym. These people would look at me like all oh, type of crazy. And I'm like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a different type of atmosphere. Like, I felt like I did not belong there, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt more comfortable inside of the house than I did outside, and that was weird for me. Like, I spoke to several people in regards to this whole situation about the whole racial tension in America and everything else. Like, it, it's difficult right now at this, at this given point because of everything that's going on and because, I guess, with the president and everyone else, it makes it difficult. For, for everyone. But I feel like it's up to us to stay positive, you know, That's right. stay within Christ. And we just gotta keep a level ahead. But at the same time, if we see something negative, then we gotta acknowledge it, you know? Facts. Not not for only political reasons, but for the benefit of mankind. That's true. there's a generation coming after us. As in there's gonna be children growing up it's after true. us. We gotta put an example for them.
2: You want to say something about that before I continue? Go ahead, go ahead. Let
3: me well, I want to
2: basically say this, um, and I've been saying this in um, my video a couple of times. I've been saying this a lot um, for the three past days, mm-hmm. and I have been getting um, very great receptiveness and support towards this. Um, I don't believe in violence, mm-hmm. I don't advocate violence, I don't believe in being a bully. I don't believe in praying in the week. Mm-hmm. You understand? I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in love, you know I believe in love. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in supporting people. You know, I, you know the, the time yes. that I'm on. However, mm-hmm. um, this is not 1963, this is not 1954, this ain't nine, this is not 1863, this ain't not 1822. Mm-hmm. Now, for the person that put the news I think the person should have do it do it broad daylight. Um, because why you say why you say do it in broad daylight? Because <laughs> you should have done it broad daylight. If you're making a statement like that. cuz the thing is that that news represents white supremacy. That news represents evil. That news represents our people being oppressed. That news represents allowing your your wife or your you know, you're not you're not married. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You allow A man's wife, your mother to get, you know, executed. In the tree. That's what that news represents. So that person, whoever did it, they did it for the intent to let us know. Listen, we here. The neo Nazis, we here. The KKK, we here. The white supremacists, we here. That's what they're telling us. So do it broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Do it broad daylight. And and will leave it as that. But um, that's what it is. In well, my, my
3: opinion, <laughs> I, I think we just as. I'm already as Christians, uh, doubling as Christians, I think we should stay
2: focused. I agree, stay focused.
3: Spread love. You always spread in love. I you believe in spreading hard. love. Yes. Spread love. Um, but you know, don't feed into it. No, I agree. Don't feed
2: into it. I agree.
3: Because this is the reaction they want. They want us to go crazy and everything. But I think we, if we spread
2: love, I, I don't believe we should go crazy. I believe. Okay, let me put If a KKK person came to your house, shoot up your house. What are you do you want to do? You want the real answer? Or you want the real answer? answer. Try to come at your mom. What are we supposed to do in that situation? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you would do? I would. I understand, I understand. I'm not advocating, but I believe mm-hmm. as a community, we should protect our own. We should support our own. Mm-hmm. I believe in the justice system in regards to um, um, not against towards. Um, I gotta be clear upon that, because we've seen over and over again how the justice system has reacted up, up, in regards to um, black men getting killed innocently and cops getting off. I'm talking, totally believe, in regards to for white supremacists who have done um, hate crimes. I believe in what they have been doing. I feel like they should be doing more. I believe that they should be shutting down the KKK um, headquarters. Um, they should be um, banning guys like David Duke. I believe in that we should Disband, um, annihilate all those things and stuff like that. Somebody actually, homegirl, actually a quick question. She said, as Christians, should we segregate ourselves? God wants us to spread love. How can we spread love to people who hate us just for the color of our skin? But before we answer that, well, um, my question is, how do you feel about that? And what you said about staying focused and everything. Yeah, staying focused. You know, yeah. Don't
3: feed into it. Um, that's pretty much it. That's my opinion. Okay. Um, but you wanna answer
1: this question? Yeah, to answer her question, I feel like, all right, people that you hate, most of the time people dislike you when they don't even know you. Five. A perfect example is me. For like sure. like sometimes people don't know me at all, but based on what they see online or based on what they see from a distance, they create a whole persona of me. And it's not up until the time they're like, I don't like him. You're like how can you dislike him? You don't even know him. It's not up until they get to know me that they really know who I am. I think there's a there's a big, gap within the cultures and, and, and the races where, like, us as blacks, we live within our state of mind and the others live in their state of mind. Why? There, there must be a situation where the conversation can be met and through a conversation there could be mediation of some sort, I but like the first time before this mediation there have to be a realization where they realize that and stop denying certain things. I think with Trump, it forces us to acknowledge that there is issues and it forces us to speak about these issues. Um, I feel like we can't be ignorant because that's what is expected of us. They already have a false narrative that blacks are ignorant, blacks are stupid, blacks don't know certain things, blacks are not educated. Me being a black man, I grew up in the house with my mother and my father. I, I graduated from college with two college degrees. But someone that doesn't know me, they look at me like, oh, he's, he's a thug, you know? Facts. So, that's one of the main reasons why I got this banner. You see the banner, it has two hands. It has the hand of a businessman with the, with the watch and the cufflinks and the suit. And there's the next guy with the, cuff, I mean, with the handcuffs and the tattoo and the regular shirt. And I feel like that's the two sides of the real world with the real world, basically. right. There's, like, there's the corporate people, the business people, and sometimes those people could put on a facade and they're more dirty than the people on the other side that looks dirty on the outside. <laughs> so, like, that's how the world is, basically. People judge the book by its cover. And it takes time and understanding to actually learn the people from the inside. Like, my mom used to say, like, she would see certain people walking down the street and she'd be scared of them. But then, like... It took her time to know who those people were, and she was, she, after time, she saw that those people were no different than her own children. Same thing with, like, certain people of different races. They probably look at us and, like, what's going on with these people, and, or they don't care about our lives. But if they see us as their own children, or see us as brothers and sisters, then the narrative of how they feel about us might change.
2: That's what I said. I don't have to say and think. I, I, I
1: don't think there's
2: anything Just to say after that, I agree. Think, yeah, I agree.
0: Straight.
2: And, and in honesty, to even add on to what my brother just said, I want to just say this: if if you really love God, you will love yourself. And if you love yourself, loving God, because you know you love God, you love you know who you are. You know yeah. your worth. You're able to love others. So those who don't love you based on the color of your skin, they don't love God. Period. Wow. Now let me saying hey guys. What roles does freedom of, of speech play in Christianity? Should Christians separate themselves from the law of man?
0: Mm. See, I, feel I like, told
2: you it was them. Right, see? Boom. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to answer that.
1: In life, all right, the, the, the first laws that was given to man were given to, given by God. Yes or no? Facts. Yes. Moses went up on the Mount, and God gave him the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not bear false witness. It, those are the same laws that men use right now. If you kill somebody, you go to jail. If you steal, you go to jail. Facts. If a woman cheats on her man, or if the man cheats on on his wife, then they get divorced based on that, and then the woman gets alimony, or the guy gets alimony. Facts. It's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I feel like a lot of us, I, w- I would say us, as in us, I guess church folks, because we call the other people circular people, whatever that means. So what, if they're circled, then why don't we square
2: Facts. Well,
1: like, I never understood that anyways. Mm-hmm. But we live in this bubble. We would like to live in this bubble where we think that certain things that occur do not affect us or have nothing to do with us. That's a lie. Like, when I walk down the street, no one cares. If they hate me, they don't care if I'm a seven-day avenger. They don't care if I believe in God. And you know, who's to say that? The God that they claim to be their God and the God that I claim is the same God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like I can't say oh I'm a Christian because of this guys there used to be slave owners that went to church every week that's I mean, facts people use religion as a tool to attack and to control people throughout history there were holy wars called crusades that was based upon religion thousands of people get killed for their religion all the time like Christians are being killed in those Arab countries that are Muslim Christians The disciples were martyrs some of them were paul was beheaded
2: all of them were killed most of them were killed the
1: apostle paul was beheaded the other guy was flanked the other guy was placed on the cross upside down and set on fire facts so for us to say oh no we're just here and we're protected no you forgot that jesus christ was hated by the whole roman government facts he was beaten he was humiliated he was placed on the cross he was crucified and left there to die by the government he was killed that order was given by who Pontius Pilate. Yeah, exactly. He was the government. He was the governor. Mm -hmm. So we can't say the government does not deal with us. That's a lie. Like, I'm sure there's Christian 7th Adventist that vote. I'm sure there's some of you guys that's involved in politics. I'm sure, like, we deal with politics every day. Even in church there's politics. What do you think committee is? What do you think nomination is? It's politics. Like, you rally the people to vote for you. You get nominated. You hold the position. You hold the vote within a committee. What is that called? Politics. So... Don't fall into the ignorance. Like, use your own brain. We all got knowledge from God, and we got understanding from God. Use it. Don't allow other people to to think for you. That's true. one thing I have to say was that as we bring
3: Christianity into this whole discussion, I think God, well, Jesus knew what battles to fight and what not to fight. So... um, so, But he was very vocal when it came to issues. Exactly. Picking his fight. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think,
2: um,
3: I, I think we should, um, ask God, which battles should we fight? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? We actually follow Christ.
1: Yeah.
3: Christians follow Christ. I think we should ask God, what
1: battles do we fight? Do we no, I agree, but, but, but like, but then, go ahead. The problem, but then, so i look at it this way. Most of the biggest leaders or the biggest fighters in history have been religious men. Malcolm X, he was a religious man. Martin Luther King, he was a religious man. Mega Evers. Mahatma Gandhi was a religious man. Mm-hmm. Like, Marcus Garvey was a religious man. Those were people chosen by God to fight certain battles. Exactly. So, who's to say that there's not
2: a fighter amongst us? Mm. That's true. Um, and, and, and what I want to add to what Ricardo is saying, the thing is that we as a church, we should speak against injustice. We should speak against racism. We should speak against white supremacy. Mm-hmm. We should s- speak against any form of evil that is not of God. So that's what we're called to do. Naomi says, freedom of speech gives anyone the right to say whatever they want, including truth or lie, evil or love. How should we deal with speech that doesn't glorify God or is it respectful to a certain race, class, and etc.? Well, anything that doesn't glorify God, we shouldn't be speaking of, period. That's how I would say it. You know what I'm saying? In all honesty. <laughs> Jesus,
1: said, Jesus said, and said it best. He said, beware of the, of the unleavened bread. I remember when he said that, the disciples basically thought that he was talking about actual bread, but he wasn't actually talking about bread. He was yes. saying, beware of the leavened bread. Like, basically, the, the hypocrites. And usually hypocrites seem to be in high places. Even Ephesians... 6 verse 11, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but yep. against false principalities and right. spiritual weaknesses in high places. So there's people still to this day in high places that's lie to people. That's what a politician is basically. Look at Donald Trump, for example. He lied to us, he lied to them the whole election. And yep. a lot of people- And his
2: face and, and and is being upset because there's he's compromising. People, there's even people that voted for Donald Trump that got deported. <laughs> Facts.
1: <laughs> Donald Trump's law. Well, that's your
2: loss it's
1: like, he hit them with the okie-doke. Yeah. But then again, what did they expect from a guy like that, you know? So, there's some people that's like well-trained liars, like you know, you can't, my mother always told me, you can't put all your faith into man, because they will let you down every single time. The only one that's perfect is God. Man is, man is made by fault, born, in, born into sin from sin, that deals with generational sin, so they can never be perfect.
3: Facts. My honest opinion, and you want to know my honest opinion. The reason why I don't follow politics is for this reason why. You understand? Um, Donald Trump has done whatever he wants to do, and that's up to Donald Trump. He's the President of the United States, but at the end of the day, my true leader is God. Okay. I follow God. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Um, When you're trying to fight a battle as Christians, we're we're trying to win. We're not trying to create more ruckets if you want to say of course you know towards the whole thing. That's of why so. I choose personally, that's just personality to me. I choose what battles to fight. Okay. And you know, what happened in um what a guy went through I think that was uh I forgot where that was. That was downtown. Yeah. Where the guy went with the car and he hit everybody. He yeah, I think
1: Carolina Yeah, you know
3: those things, you know are relevant right are relevant. now yeah, of course
2: and, and just you see it and, and i believe the news
3: going back to the news i don't think it's going to stay in new york. that would never happen that's just a sign whatever they haven't tagged anybody to it under investigation they haven't tagged anybody into it but i don't think that's going to stay in new york i think that's going to vanish very quickly and we would have to do what we have to do but it's not going to stay in new york okay? that's true it's-
1: yeah, like one time I met these group of people and they were actually Jehovah's Witnesses and they said that they don't follow politics either for the same reason. They said they don't they don't I guess dwell within the things of the earth because they're looking towards the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So like these things are gonna go and pass and all other empires have fallen. Mm-hmm. So this is the last empire and it's eventually going to fall, you know. That's popular, yeah, and the this is not going to last. So once it falls, then there's going to be the great war, and then, you know, just whichever side you are, you know, you're going to have to stand by that, I and mean, you're going to have to fight within that war. Mm-hmm. So I can understand what you're saying that, like, you don't want to involve yourself in that. But at the same time, like, this is things that we're living every day.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, you could be aware of it. I mean, I'm not saying you don't have to be aware of it. You could see what's going on. But, you know, it's up to you as a person if you want to, you know, pick that battle and fight it. You know what I'm saying? That battle, you know, right now is crazy. But, you know, I choose, you know, not to endorse that kind of behavior. What about you,
1: Sanders? Are you going to fight that battle or are you going to stay out of
2: it? Um, in regards to
1: um, um, racism, oppression.
2: I think as a leader, I want to be able to fight that battle. I feel like any time we see something wrong, we, should, we, we, that, we that have the platform, we should speak against injustice, we should speak against white supremacy, we should speak for um, um, freedom of religion, we should speak for, for, for equality for our people. I believe that as is what we're called to do. And um, I've come to the place in my life as a, a pastor, as a minister, that we have to be willing to die for the cause for our people and that's what the reward is is all about. So
1: the other day the past, a pastor preached on the sermon, a sermon was 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 entitled Faithful to My Death. And basically the two examples he gave was the Apostle Paul and Joe. He said even though Joe was afflicted, he went through all those different things in his life, to even the break of death where he lost his family, he lost his children, he lost his wealth. And, and even his health was, a, was affected. He still stayed faithful. Yes, even Paul when he was about to be um, beheaded, yep. he faithful unto God. And then
2: <clears throat> Job said it best. Yeah though he slain me, still I trust in
1: him. Yes. and Paul said it that I'll be faithful to the death of me, you know and They always say like I posted this morning, His grace is sufficient. That's true. And in times of weakness, His power is made perfect. That's true. (laughs) And I feel like this is one of the times where we must trust in Him. Like even today I was talking to my friend. And he was like, yeah, I believe that there is a God. But I feel like God wasn't there for me. Why do you say that? He said, because I was in jail and God didn't let me out. I'm like, bro, you out right now? He said, yeah, but that's because I served my time. I said, yeah, because... You did that crime, you have to deal with the consequence of that. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, but if God made me, how come God made me and God knew I was going to have issues and God didn't make me perfect? I said, because the copy is not as 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 perfect as the original. Mm. He said, you're right. Because we have to reach that level of consciousness where where we see the difference between man and God. You understand? Uh?
2: Okay. I have a question. Uh, well, Judy says something. She says, um, she says, uh, if... MLK Malcolm X Mandela said they're not get involved in politics. we wouldn't be able to enjoy the privilege we have today like these, these schools and buses etc. I agree, and that's why I said as leaders, of course, um, Nelson Mandela eventually became the president of South Africa, but Malcolm X and MLK were not politicians, but they were leaders who got politics involved to change laws. And they met with politics. And they met with politics. To change laws to make our society better. I agree with that too. Martin Luther King met with the president. Exactly. Many times. Ella, um, um. Naya. Mer- Naya. Oh, Naya. Okay. She said, I disagree with the statement about perfection. She said, Jesus Christ was our example of what we can be. He came down in human form and lived a perfect life. We're supposed to be Christians. Christian means follow Christ. Jesus was perfect. Meaning we can we too can be perfect in Christ.
1: I would say, yes, we can be perfect through Christ, but as humans, we'll never be perfect. I agree. Because even the Bible said it. If you say you are not a sinner, then you are saying that God basically is a liar. Because God knew that you was going to be born in sin, and every man that is on earth is a sinner. And because we are sinners, Jesus Christ died on the cross for us though our sins are red like scarlet he shall make it white as snow right. so our sins are forgiven through the blood of Jesus Christ if it wasn't for Jesus Christ we would not even be alive right now our sins would not be forgiven right. yes we are Christians because we follow the Jesus of Christ and Christ is an example But Christ is an example to live by yes we could try to be like Christ but we could never be exactly like Christ
2: and I think that's why daily we have to you know like you said we have to stay in, in, in our word we have to stay in his presence we have to continue to repent And little by little, like I said, the things that you used to do 10, 15 years prior before, you don't do anymore, and everything like that. Definitely. I
3: have a question for both of you guys. Yes. Um, As we speak on Christianity, and I know you guys are both leaders, right?
2: Uh, You too. You too. But you You too. too. Okay.
3: I want to know, what can you do? This is a question for both of you. Yeah. I know you going to give me questions.
2: That's fine. I'm ready. What can you do
3: for the young men?
2: In our church well I think what we're doing right now we are creating a platform mm-hmm. for the voiceless for those who don't have a voice mm-hmm. to have a voice okay and I feel what we need to do is we need to this is a movement so we've been asking people to participate with us in regards to making a difference mm-hmm. so I feel that what we need to continue to do is we need people to join us in what we're doing Mm -hmm. and we want to be able to empower our people, our young people to doing what God has called them to do. So what we're doing here is a start. You know what I'm saying? Which is beautiful.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Take your time, baby. I know.
1: No, I got this.
2: My life
1: is a living testament to everything that God could do for you once you let God into your life. I'm talking to the camera now. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I lived both lives. Like, I lived the life where, like, I was hustling, trapping, dealing, stealing, doing all type of stuff. Like, I've been in jail, all that. And I've been in the trap. I've been living that life, and I've been with those people. Like, I've had homies up top. I had homies on Rikers. I did, I sent the packages. I used to accept the calls. I used to dial six, all that. Like, I went to court dates, all those things, you know? And to live that life and to see what it is and to see what the outcome is, like, and to change my life to the life that I am now, like, I see the main difference. And because I publicize my life so much on social media and through my sermons and I testify every time I got a chance to, people see the difference. And because of my story, you'll see how people are inspired. Just look at the comments under the pictures or under the videos, you'll see how much people inspire. Like, people have a certain high level respect for me based on, they see, where where I was and where I am now. And if they see that one man that was actually there with them right next to them, can do that, they can do it too. And it was not only in my spiritual life, it was my personal life and in my professional life. Because I had a lot of different successes. And every time I had a success, I shared it with the
2: people. Praise the Lord.
1: And through God blessing me and through my success and my professional life, I was able to help my church. Like, yeah, you guys remember my church. My church was dead. Facts. My church was dead. And when I took over the youth, I used to invest my own money, thousands of dollars, back into the youth. And it kept a lot of the young men and young women in the church because they was ready to go. Because if you're not seeing their needs, they're going. Facts. And they used to go to your church. They used to go to Hebron. They used to go to other places where they're doing things for the young people. Mm-hmm. But then we built it to the point where people come into our church now and visiting, seeing our program. And people that left the church that came back. Once the movement started building back up, right. people started coming back. You was there last week. You how cool see how yeah. full it was. There, I was there back to back two weekends. So mm-hmm. yeah. So when they see me, and now I'm in a situation where I'm their leader, they're like, okay, wow, this guy's doing something. And then on top of that, we're doing things in the community too. There's hyperdrive and the show and everything else. So they're like, damn, these guys are really doing it. But they're like, okay, all these guys real. So when people talk to us like, we helped him as well. Like last night, a young man called us. This a young man that me and you was probably familiar with, very familiar with. a friend of the show, he called me last night. Like 11.30 at night, he's like, he's like, bro, McCall, I'm going through a difficult time. Like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm gonna pray for you. He said, all right, man. And then we prayed. Like I went on my knees while on the phone with him and we prayed together. We prayed together for a good 10, 15 minutes. Today I seen one of my homeboys. He was another homeboy. He was in jail. He did three years on a bid. He grew up gangbanging, he used to bang the blue. And then he went through all his difficult times today. He told me he graduated from school with a B-plus average. He told me he just bought his first car. He was like, yo, bro, I got love for you. And it's an unconditional love, bro. He's like, yo, I came to your wedding. You're the first one out of all of us to get married and all that, bro. I respect you. I've been looking up to you since I was a kid since I first met you. Like, you got a special place in my heart. Every time I'm going through a difficult time and I need words of wisdom, I hit you up, bro, and you always got my back. Like, he lived all the way out in Long Island, Central Iceland. I used to drive two hours just to have a conversation with him, just to sit down. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the impact that I have on people. I don't really talk about it much because that would just be like, okay, this guy's bigging himself up. I don't need that kind of energy.
2: But the Bible does say if if we're going to boast, we can boast in the Lord. Nothing wrong with boasting in the Lord. But that's not what I'm saying. Facts. like Understand
1: me right now. I feel like I'm successful. I live in a house, I'm able to pay my bills, I drive a decent car, I have a family, I have my church, I have my education, I have a job. Like God has blessed me, I'm able to help others in the best way that I can. If my church needs me, I'm there. If my friends need me, if I could be there, no that's place. true. That's true. Facts. Yeah, if I see something negative or something impossible, I feel like there's a change that we made when I have the pulpit. I'll say it Or I come to the show, which we create this, platform, of course, and I'll say it. We yes. invite different people from the neighborhood, different people from communities, different people from different churches that wouldn't have a voice. That's true. Like I tell centers all the time, this is a movement that we create. Because if we to stop tomorrow, nobody else is doing this. That's true. I don't care. Like, you can say, oh, you stuck up. You feel like you're the best singer. You feel like you're the best preacher. You feel like you're the biggest person in whatever big church that you're doing. You didn't do this for the community. You didn't do this for the youth. You didn't give back. Like, we paying for this out of pocket. Like, we rented this spot. These mics were paid for. This tripod was paid for. This is paid for. Like... You know, there wasn't churches that was giving us money for the diving drive. That's true. Like, we raised the money. Shout out to Hebron because they gave us bread and whoever else that donated. Shout out to you guys. But there was a very little support. It wasn't like everybody was on the bandwagon, like, okay, we're going to help these guys it's actually making a change that's actually doing something. That's true. And people would ask which organization's behind you. Are you working with a big company? Are you working with a big church? I'm like, no. We're just doing it on the off the strength of the show and we just promoting it. And people are, are like, Investing into us, and we giving it
2: back to the community. Okay. So when you ask like, what what have you been doing? Like, I feel like we did a lot. We've, just, we've done a lot. And, and I, think what we well, want to, I think what we want to create to add what what Ricardo is saying, we want to create in regards to empowering. Because the thing is that this is this is this is, and I'm not saying this with the Federation. Because I think what you're doing is a phenomenal job with the Federation. I feel like in general Adventism in in New York, I feel like there's this mindset where look. Yo, keep doing your thing, keep doing your thing, keep doing your thing, like, but they're just sitting down, and that's what it is, you feel me? What do? you really to then they don't want to join you, and I think that's, a, that for me, that's, for me, that's, I don't know, for Ricard, that's a problem, but for me, that's, that's a problem, so my thing is that we're going to be doing a lot of things, but we want you to participate in what we're doing, and whatever ideas that you have to get back to the community, we want to be able to do that, but we're here to motivate churches we're here to motivate young people we're here to motivate adults who are open-minded who want to invest in the young people we're willing to do these things you know what i'm saying but we all have to do our part
3: i hear you i hear you and yeah
2: but i have to read a couple of comments somebody said um my man uh my homegirl is what's her name naya naya okay she says david was a sinner he did a numerous amount of things yet he was still after god's own heart meaning if you repent your sins truthfully of course like what ricard says and with and sincere hearts you you what? With and say, oh, you can't be perfect as David was. But l- let me tell you something. You see, I want to add on to that. David was perfect. Not because of his righteousness. David was perfect because David was broken. When David was broken, then he became perfected in God. So when you are broken in God, then you are perfected in him. You feel what I'm saying? I want to give a shout out to a couple of people who's watching right now. My cousin Peter, Ergus, I see you, Christopher, I see you.
1: What,
2: Christopher? Said? Christopher, um, Chris He said, um, I said he said nothing crazy, cause he know he knows the deal. He knows we, we know our word. Mercy. You know the deal, Chris. Mercy. Um. Marcy. Uh, Marcy. Yeah, it's it amen because it's written, be holy, fire holy. Opposite of this is because of church sins from Philip fin- fin- lips. Okay. I'm. I'm glad you're saying something good. That's good, cause Chris knows knows the timing that we on. Amen. So cool. Go ahead, my man. Statement before.
3: My statement is I want you guys to continue doing
2: what you do. We need your support too. Yes. Yes. One, yes. One step, at a time. One, one step at a time. One step at a time. Yes.
3: yes. You understand? Um, I'm really trying to, um, internally okay. To help. Friendly Friendly okay. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to help out other federations. Well, of course. It would, it would be selfish just you know, is doing everything
2: forever. Alright, so, um. We're back My phone died. It's all good, it's all good, it's all good. And we were going in for like a good hour. We it was we Amen, amen, amen. But, um, yeah. going back to what um, we. You, um, who, who, left the, who left the last thought? Was it, was it? I think it was, it was, me. Uh, me. It was yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Going. Well, I finished my comment. You did, you did. Yeah, so, yeah. I
2: wanted to basically ask what is the plan coming up? In regards to to the federation and everything like that. In terms of next year or the end of the year, next year and
3: everything. So this okay. year, for the, for the rest of the year, uh, we're going to do a bunch of church visits to our missions and our different congregations. Okay. Um, at the end of the year, we're
2: planning to do a midnight cry. Okay. A okay. Seven, seven, to okay.
3: Okay. Um, we're gonna do that. We're gonna invite different you know, different groups to come out, um potentially with another another federation or
2: Okay. maybe, maybe another conference. Question oh, um, has has the Hispanic Federation ever hollered at you too?
3: We did uh, we did a collaboration in the beginning of the year. Um Global Youth Day. Okay. Um, we did that with Spanish Janet. Okay. Um, marlo did that. We were on news, news twelve as well. Okay. We did um we did projects with them, but you know, it's four years. You yes. really can't one you know, that's true that's true that's true um but we're going to continue to do a lot of things um next year we're going to continue with the unity days um we're going to you know try to implement more things as a staff meet because we're meeting now for next year i'm already done for this year there's no such okay. thing for me anymore next year um we're going to have bible study with Ricard, Ricard and Gasser. we're going to and he's going to set up his little team um so you know bible studies for our different churches we are going to do
1: in different areas i want i want more shine that's all i'm going to say I then now you deserve more, more, shine. Shine. You more like, shine you deserve more like, shine i feel like i have to create my own platforms i feel like for the federation mm-hmm. i preached only three times this year i think three times this year and i did two phone sessions i think i preached in the west in the westbury church i preached in us church in queens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i preached I think twice at my church and I did two phone conferences. Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, as time progresses,
2: you know, well, that is, I, more,
1: things gonna more, more things are going to come.
2: More things are going to come. Well, got yeah. the
1: real word, so that's fine. We talk but let me things, say something. Anytime yeah.
2: you need to engage with a car, you want to preach, like I said, I, um, my pastor, my co-pastor, just met with Pastor Kendall Guy, the personal issues director, and he's looking for preachers. That mm-hmm. he's paying them, at it, you know, you because, know, you know, you know, you want to take care of preachers when they come to you. church and I stuff you. like that. So, definitely, the opportunity is definitely going to come. Um, you know, to for, the Winter Circle Church. For the both of us. So, I'm, I have no denying that he can preach. Yes, yes, he's yes. Innovative. Yeah, he's innovative, uh, he's a I man mean, of vision. So, I'm excited about I've, that. I've heard
3: Ricard preach before. Yeah. Um, I went to one of the day, youth days and I heard him preach. Yeah. And Ricard, he's done it. Yes. He's done it. He's done it. And he's going to get his
1: shot. Have yeah. to become a more refined preacher. At least you're honest. We're still learning, baby. We're still but, learning. We're still but still you learning. have grown. Yes. Shout out to Stephon. We got something new coming. It's dropping really soon. Shout out okay, to Stephon. Yeah. He,
3: he got more he uh, got more more videos coming out, so look out for that. But I want to tell everybody that's watching that we're having a laundry drive. Um laundry detergent drive. Okay. Um
2: see if you
3: watching? Oh hold on, let me look for this flyer. Um so the drop off location is at Harbor at seven o'clock September 29th. Please donate, please donate, and the distribution is going to be Saturday, October 7th 7th at SUNY Albany. So if you're at SUNY Albany,
2: please go get your detergent. We're going to have different things coming up. We're going to be having the Metro Car Drive. We're going to be having the, 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 the Turkey Drive and the Toy Drive as well, too. And January, we definitely do have the Cold Drive as well. But like I said, we need your donations because money is 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 essential for us to make these things happen and we need your participation so guys we need your help we need your love and let me tell you something we cannot do nothing without you the reason why we've been doing these things is because of you and we appreciate each and every one of you guys so guys make it happen and we will do that just put the violin we should be good to
3: go so yeah anything else required
2: no that's about it we thank you all
1: for joining us And we'll see you next week on the real word. We close out with a prayer.
2: No problem. Father God, I want to thank you, Lord, for my brothers. I want to thank you, Lord, for these men who are following after your patterns, after your guidance and your direction. I pray, Lord, you may bless them because they have honored you. Lord God, everything that we do, everything that we say, we glorify you because Lord. You are the one that's been opening doors for us, Lord God. It's only just been three months. Next month is going to make it four. God, you're taking us somewhere. We promise, Father God, we will be humble. We promise, Father God, we will not be prideful and arrogant. We promise, Lord, we will support each other and help one another. We promise, Lord, Father God, that we will continue to have a fire to give back to the community, Lord, and empower the federation and all churches, Father God, because your coming is near. Lord, order our steps. Move us mightily as you have done prior before. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 So we
1: thank you all for joining us tonight, and we see you again next week. Next week we've got another special guest. We're just going to continue to build. Shout out to Frank Haitian. Shout out to the Winner Circle Church. Shout out to our president, Daniel Edmond, aka Danny Prez. Shout out to Jordan River, SDA Church. Shout yes. out to my brother, Sanders, for being here with us. Shout out to Jeff, Jeff Studios. And shout out to even John Webb. Shout out to you, bro. Um, and we thank you all for joining us tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night.